0: Straight talk from Israel. You're listening to Israel News Talk Radio.
1: Has the news got you down? Not with these funny guys. You're listening to Lighten Up with Steve Miller and Matt Zucker. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
3: Sex! Welcome everybody, it is Monday, you know what that means everybody, it's Lighten Up Babe on Israel News Talk Radio, my name is Steve Miller, it's pouring rain in Gullis, but that's good because we need it, and I want to introduce my co-host, my handsome co-host from the Holy Land, Mr. Matt Zucker! (laughs) That was
0: some opening, man,
3: how are you? (laughs) Hi-oh,
0: I'm doing great.
3: Is it really raining there? Yeah, it's pouring rain, which is great because my grass is brown, which is good because I don't have to mow it. Um, it, sh- it looks like hay. It, you know, it 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 poured in the north of Israel yesterday. Oh, it did. Yeah. Okay. Um, anyway, Matt, how was your Shabbat? Good. How was your 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 tour of the 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 wine or whatever you mentioned last no, week? No, no, no. That's,
0: uh, that's uh today's Monday. That's tomorrow. Uh, our tour is Wednesday, so tomorrow. Oh, okay. Tomorrow, Tomorrow we're going to Jerusalem, and we're spending the night there, and the tour leaves from Jerusalem and drops off. So we said, "Ah, oh, we'll go spend the night and uh, so I could tell you about the tour next week. Oh, okay, because I thought you were seeing a sheep farmer. You were going to give him a yeah, resume. Yeah, Wednesday. No, no, no. If he has two openings, I'll give him your resume. If he only has one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's say hello
3: to who's listening. Of course, like every week, loyal fans, the United States of China – Canada, Israel, <laughs> Germany, South Africa, New Zealand, the Russian Federation, the Netherlands, and this, uh, Ma, Ma- Myanmar. I don't know what is that. Who's who's May- it? Myanmar. It, they used to call Burma. Remember oh, Burma? no, never heard of her. I went to school with a Burma. <laughs> she was a hell of a woman. <laughs> Hi, oh, hey, Burma. You got the math homework? <laughs>
0: Burma's listening. Oh, my God. I love that. It's, yeah, they they changed that name like decades ago. It's Myanmar now. Why? Why? Was Burma I don't know why. I, don't, I have no idea why they changed the name. Why, I don't even – and who decided to change it? Burma uh, is the who. The who changed their name. Matt. Maybe they had a contest.
3: Some, wh- <laughs> yes, that's right. And guess what, Matt? I'm sorry. I, I know it's hard with the del- – sometimes you go on delay, so I can't tell if you're speaking or not.
0: Sometimes it's also my cruddy uh, Israeli infrastructure uh, internet, right? Okay. It's the high-tech high startup nation, and my internet stinks. <laughs> <laughs> well,
3: listen, I have an update from last week's show. Matt, our millions and millions of fans and listeners took our advice and inundated the who with names for monkeypox. Remember that? Remember that story? Yeah, yeah right. It's going to be Faucipox. <laughs> That's what Barbara <laughs> said. <laughs> that was very good, I know. But no, so here's an article. It says The Who vows nothing ridiculous as public submits ideas to rename monkeypox. Mm-hmm. Apparently, they were just inundated with uh, names, and a lot of them were uh, <laughs> anti gay names, which they had to delete off their website. You know that <laughs> came from our listeners. <laughs> I hope so. Um, <laughs> So here here are some of the names that some people uh, wanted to change the name of Monkey Pox to. Uh, some of them said uh, Poxy McPockface.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> you know that came from one of our listeners, right? Oh, my God. Here's another one. Ready? Someone wanted to call it Trump 22. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it is a beautiful, beautiful thing when people... Just make a complete oh. joke out of the, Who That's uh, funny. Isn't that funny? People are so creative. It says here, um, they a lot of people, some people were very serious. You know, there was like this one guy, uh, this one guy, uh, this medical student, this Harvard medical student, stu- I can't speak. This Harvard Medical School student named Jeremy Faust, he wanted to name it. Apoxid22, whatever that means. Hi, hey, I'm a nerd. And then some guy, <laughs> some other guy named Andrew Yee, uh, wanted to name it Bodie McBoatface. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's been used before. I like the Poxy McPockface. Oh my God. It's just so funny. So I want to thank anybody who uh, emailed. If any of our listeners emailed any funny names, please send it to info at Israel News Talk Radio. We'll read it over the air at a future show. But yeah. Um, one of the most popular submissions, Matt, was MPOX. MPOX, just MPOX. <laughs> Ridiculous.
0: I think that's uh, prejudice against M's.
3: Well, my cat's name is Miranda, so I figured, hey, it'll be uh, Miranda Pox. MPOX.
0: Oh, I got a bad case of the MPOX. You I, have I, a I... cat named Miranda, a dog named Asher. What are your children's names? Um. Oreo, spot and and oreo
3: well my wife named the cat miranda because at the time when we bought the cat her favorite show was sex in the city so she wanted to name it after the character miranda you know the lesbian character (laughs) so my cat uh identifies as a lesbian (laughs) okay well well then anyways so that's the uh that was the first story I just wanted
0: to do an update. Isn't that funny? Isn't that great? That really is. That really is. So listen, you know, speaking of updates, it's not really like an update. I actually had a Florida man story for this week. What? Florida man throws burger at his girlfriend, injuring her. (laughs) (laughs) From a burger? A 41-year-old Florida man is accused of hurling a cheeseburger at his girlfriend, which allegedly led to the woman stumbling over the curb and hitting the ground. Oh, my. I, I, he
3: threw a cheeseburger. Oh, I
0: guess so. I guess it wasn't kosher, babe. <laughs> it's alcohol involved. Hmm. A dispute between James Hunt and his unidentified girlfriend at a Clearwater, Florida Burger King led to the 53-year-old alleged victim trying to leave the eatery, at which time, according to the smoking gun, which is some publication, the suspect threw a burger at the 53-year-old victim, striking her in the back of her head. Nice shot. <laughs> <laughs> should join the idf he could shoot burgers at uh, the arabs <laughs> this action caused the victim to fall over a curb onto the ground the report said from a cheeseburger how yes. hard did he throw it florida man got uh, got an arm uh, uh, they the
3: police say they discovered blood blood and cheese on the woman's shirt <laughs> <laughs>
0: Blood and cheese. Later, they found out that wasn't that was just uh, ketchup. There was also blood on her shorts and cheese in her hair. <laughs> <laughs> oh <my> okay, <laughs> that is unbelievable. What? And he so he
3: threw it at Florida woman, his girlfriend. I don't yeah. like when they fight. Last week they were in prison. And now he's got out. They got out of jail for a tuba they get into an argument and now he's thrown a cheeseburger at her and there's blood and cheese everywhere. That must have been an incredible
0: force of throw. So, so the guy says he admitted to tossing the burger at his girlfriend, but did not believe he had used enough force to cause her to fall. <laughs> uh, incidentally, the suspect also has two prior domestic battery convictions. <laughs> Uh, with what type of
3: foods is that battery for?
0: <laughs> oh, my God. Love, anyway, so there you go, Florida, man. You can't skip a week.
3: Oh, you got to love Florida. I feel bad. He's he's God, can't he just have a regular day with no drama?
0: I really would have liked to have said, uh, seen if there was alcohol involved with that. I'm pretty sure there was. I just love how the, they describe it. Blood and cheese everywhere.
3: <laughs> it was a horror show. Right. <laughs> Poor Florida woman. She takes such abuse. I mean, last week he was, you know, running around naked with machete, and now he's throwing cheeseburgers at his girlfriend.
0: (laughs) And that's okay. Listen, just because we're on the Florida subject, I don't know. Uh, So the our producer sends us Florida killer clown on trial. Florida killer clown trial delayed again for a sixth time.
3: I I yeah, I see that, but I, I can't I can't open it up. <laughs> That's
0: just you know. <laughs> Florida clown killer. You know, you think you think that like Florida's like the last free state with all the COVID nonsense and Governor DeSantis, right, and everybody's flocking to Florida, but I don't know, every time you read the papers it's full of lunatics. <laughs> like, oh, Every, you know you, you
3: do this every week it doesn't it'll, it'll never get old Florida man uh we do have a lot of great stuff uh for this show. how much time we have left it's I know the two minutes one minute how much miss producer miss producer two minutes two minutes well, I would like to say uh i'll I'll just say real quickly, Matt, I hope you had a good weekend this weekend um I did go into a um usually I wear like a uh a high now. For our listeners who aren't Jewish who may not know what a chai is, I don't really know how to explain it. Hi. It's a chai. Hi. It's Hi. just Hebrew letters, chet uh, and yud, and it right. means to life. And, um, but most people don't really know that's a religious symbol. And usually I, I wear it, and people will say, wow, you, you must really like math. And I'm like, What? Well, because you're wearing the pie sign. A pie? They think it's a pie sign? Okay, <laughs> think I can see they, that. They think it's pie, so they think I'm a, such a huge fan of math that I wear a necklace, you know, paying homage to pie. I don't even know what that means. What is that, 3.32? I don't even know what pie means. <laughs> so anyway, I switched up. To my Mog and David, thinking, everybody knows what a Mog and David is, the Star of David. I go into a Wawa, okay? <laughs> Here's mine. It's huge. It's great. I get a lot of compliments on it. I go into a Wawa. There's this, like, Indian guy or Pakistani. I don't know what he was, but he says to me, oh, I like your necklace. What is that? What does that mean, your necklace? I said, uh, it's a Mog and David. Do you know what that is? He goes, no, I've never heard of that. What is that? I go, wait, you've never heard of, how about a Star David? It's a Star David. Do you know what a Star David is? Nope, means nothing to me. I have no idea what you're talking about. And then I just pause for a moment. And meanwhile, the people behind me started laughing. I'm like, you know what? It's better that you don't know. Can you just, you know, can I just pay for my Snapple and get the hell out of here? <laughs> Who doesn't know what a Star of David is? Nope, never heard
0: of it. Oh, you're a Jew? Oh, get the hell out Great accent. Great accent. Yep, that's what we'll, we'll be right today. back after this short break, right? Yes.
1: Has the news got you down? Not with these funny guys. You're listening to Lighten Up with Steve Miller and Matt Zucker. <laughs>
0: Welcome back to Lighten Up, everybody! Right here on Israel News Talk Radio, Matt Zucker here in the Holy Land, and Stephen Miller, my uh, colleague on the other side of the computer screen in exile. How you doing, hey. Stephen? Good. How are you, everybody? Welcome to Lighten Up on Israel News Talk Radio. Yeah, Matt, get your you AM DJ voice on. You know, Matt, I know, you, I know, you, I know. But no, no, listen, lacking, listen. But look, your day's just starting. My day's ending. You know. Okay, listen, listen. You would be a perfect DJ for jazz. <laughs> a jazz radio station. You know what? I had a, in college. I had a, a I had a show on a jazz radio station. in because <laughs> say that, man. Hey, everybody. I hey, mean, man. all you just, just just talking to the microphone,
3: man. And hey, man, this is Matt Zucker, everybody, and you're listening to Jazz One Hundred and One
0: FM here at Westchester University. I uh, Actually, it was a WRTI ninety point one Temple University. Oh, Temple University here. It was at uh, WNBC. WNBC.
3: <laughs> oh, my God, Matt. People don't even know what we're talking about. But yet, I don't even care because you and I are having fun.
0: That's <laughs> all that matters. Um, anyway, so did I tell you we have a very special house guest right now? I was I was all bummed. We were supposed to go see a friend today in Renana uh, who made Aliyah. And is joining the IDF. And so we're lying in bed last night talking about today's plans, blah, 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 And because I never even know what day of the week it is, I we made the plans. And then last night I was like,
1: ah,
0: tomorrow's Monday. We can't go. So I almost didn't make it. So we canceled the plans and our friends over here. Um. Spending the day by the pool, hanging out. And they're upstairs listening. So we have, we have a a, a real contingent from Pardis Hanna listening to the show today. Oh, hello, Parnashana. Yeah. Um,
3: I have a question. So, were you and Barbara laying in bed with Rihanna? No. <laughs> That's what it sounded like.
0: You said, so we were laying in bed. Going to Rihanna. bed last night. You know, after the long day, she was out last night. But we got, we're, you know, going is over. That the, her, is just, that your guest's name? Rihanna? No. The singer? You said no, Rihanna. No. Not, what are you talking about? The guest at your house. You said no, it's our guest. Over, no, our guest just made Aliyah. And she's going into Green Sabar and joining the IDF next week. No, her name's not that Rihanna. Just, you said something about Rihanna. We go oh, back oh, to the tape. It, no, I, all right, we'll go back to the tape.
3: I, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, you never know. Uh, listen, so, Matt, real quickly, before I get into our first story, or well, not our first story, our next story. I was believe- say, did
0: we do a story already?
3: Yeah, we did, too. Actually... <laughs> Off the air, I was telling you, last night I went and had some great kosher barbecue at this place, in uh, not in Philadelphia, it was on Ron Street in the northeast, because I won't go to Philadelphia. Um, Why but, not? <laughs> it's like Syria. <laughs> but anyway, great, co- I, I haven't had ribs since I started be uh, becoming more and more observant. Um, I haven't had ribs in years, year, I mean a long time, obviously, but this was the first time I had ribs kosher ribs at this kosher restaurant it was great it was so delicious and the best part was the whole restaurant was just filled with jews (laughs) nice add a
0: little extra flavor
3: it was like being in jerusalem i mean there was like a hasidic jews and uh uh it was great it was like uh it was just great it was just really wonderful nothing funny happened i ate ribs and that's it
0: (laughs) well i'll tell you what man when you come here in the In the fall, plenty of places for unbelievable kosher ribs. Okay. Yeah. Um, I ate too many of them. Anyway, listen, I have a really great story. I don't know why this just jumped right out at me. Uh, In Japan, you know the whole concept with sin taxes that, you know, to make money, oh, well, we're going to tax this because it's like a sinful thing. And then unfortunately, you get hooked on the revenue. That the syntax generates. It's like right, like legal marijuana. Stuff like that. So in Japan. Um, they, their alcohol tax revenue. Is uh, lacking. And they need the money. So Japan. The Japanese government. Is now uh, encouraging their youth. To start drinking more. <laughs> <laughs> oh more sake <sucky> bum. <laughs> <laughs> they launched a nationwide campaign. To encourage more drinking. wow (laughs) gotta love the japanese but they're that is awesome i love that i suppose they don't have any guns in that country so it's okay
3: no uh (laughs) they don't um i spent a summer in japan and it was absolutely wonderful i love that country yeah i i was doing a stand-up comedy tour uh and um it was great and uh back in 2006 or 2007 Beautiful country, beautiful people, so nice. And at that time, they loved Americans. Now everybody hates us, but whatever. It was great.
0: I loved it. (laughs) Did you ever see that Bill Murray movie, Lost in Translation? Yeah, yeah. It was great. I've never been to Japan.
1: Hmm.
0: Anyway. It's very good. What else got, man? I got a great story
3: for you. I got a lot of good stuff. I don't know if we'll get to everything. But here's one. Uh, where did it go to my people? Um, okay, here. So, did you know who the uh, head of the Department of Transportation is in the United States? Pete, Pete Buttigieg. <laughs> I don't know how to pronounce his name. Buttigieg. Yes, Buttigieg. 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 The guy. The guy I, that
0: took uh, paternity leave and 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 breastfed his baby. <laughs> That's right.
3: I just call him him Mr. (laughs) Buttman. Anyway, he is angry. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. Matt, Matt, he is angry. Buttigieg Uh. warns airlines to help travelers or face new rules. He is angry at the airlines, and he's sparring back and forth because of all the cancellations. I'm going to tell you, because of the cancellations and the horrible customer service of all the airlines. And he says, if you don't treat passengers right... I'm going to put more regulations on you. <laughs> I'm very angry. He's sparring back and forth. I'm putting on my gloves, Mr. Buttman. I'm angry. I'm from the Biden administration. <laughs> um. So here, this is what he says. Um, Buttigieg, or whatever, Buttman. You know, speaking of his name, you know what? <laughs> oh, God, here we go, yeah. Here here's some advice to the who. You want to change the name of monkeypox. Why don't you just name it after the Buttigiegpox? Yeah. Or or the but, the but, the virus. I mean, whatever. He's got he's got the name butt in his name. Tuchus. Oh my god. Tuchus, tuchus is in his name. And he's gay. That is God's sense of humor right there. That is that's how funny God is. God is the greatest
0: stand-up comedian ever. Anyway, I'm, pushing, back my, to I'm pushing my chair away from the computer because I'm afraid my computer's going to explode now.
3: <laughs> no, it's not. Don't worry. Uh, <laughs> so it says here, Edge has been sparring with the airline since late spring over high numbers of canceled and delayed flights in his latest salvo. Mm, I don't even know what that means, a salvo. It says he told airline CEOs he appreciates the airlines that have stepped up, hiring, and trimmed schedules to better match the number of flights. But he says, still, the level of disruption Americans are experiencing this summer is unacceptable. I am Pete Buttman, and I'm angry. (laughs) Anyway, so that's what's going on here in America. So the Department of Transportation is very upset. That's it. That's all I got.
0: <laughs> well, okay. I don't feel like traveling to America, I'll tell you that much.
3: <laughs> well, at least he's defending the American people, so God bless him.
0: Somebody cares about us. <laughs> Completely unrelated, except for it's about an airplane. <laughs> okay. This one jumped out of me. Okay. Boeing 737 misses descent after pilots reportedly fell asleep. I was like, what? What? Yeah. A Boeing 37 belonging to Africa's largest airline remained at 37,000 feet in the air when it was supposed to be landing at its intended destination earlier this week because the pilots had fallen asleep with the plane on autopilot. (laughs) Oh, my God. Are you serious? Ethiopian Airlines, man. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, scratch Ethiopian Airlines. And you know, they I think they fly into Israel because Israelis go to Africa a lot. And but uh, yeah. Hmm. Wait a second, wait a second. The Ethiopian the guy the, the pilot fell asleep because it was on autopilot? Air traffic control officials attempted to contact the pilots multiple times when they noticed that the Ethiopian Airlines plane flying from Sudan to Ethiopia wasn't descending. The crew failed to respond. After the plane flew past the runway, its autopilot function switched off and triggered an alarm that woke the pilots. Who then safely landed the aircraft 25 minutes later. Oh, 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 oh,
3: You know what I love about automatic pilots? I think of the movie Airplane. Did they have the blow-up guy? Remember? Remember an airplane? (laughs) The blow-up doll was flying the airplane. That was the automatic pilot for the Ethiopians. (laughs) Except it was like a black blow-up doll. Could you imagine? I'm not flying Ethiopian Airlines, i tell you that much.
0: Me neither. Ay, ay, ay. Anyway. Why Why were they so tired? Who knows? They were probably up partying all night. I have no idea. Sp- spitting the weed, Spitting at weed.
3: Yeah. Um, how much time we got left for our next break? One minute? Oh, I can't get into 30, 30 seconds. seconds. Even better. Keep talking. I can't get into anything for 15 seconds. So no, of
0: course not. So we'll just um, have to sit here and, you know, chit-chat. Stretch, chit chat. Stretch as they say, doll. Yeah, we'll stretch it. Stretch it. So anyway, Tuba of Tuba of <laughs> got nothing to say. This is the worst.
1: By the radio- way, when I was listening to
0: the, when I was listening to the show, that was the funniest part when you when you wrapped up like thirty seconds earlier. <laughs> okay, now we got the fifteen seconds. You're the gift that keeps on giving. We'll be right back after this break. Right here on Lighten Up. <laughs>
1: the news got you down? Not with these funny guys. You're listening to Lighten Up with Steve Miller and Matt Zucker.
3: (laughs) Welcome back everybody to our final segment here on Lighten Up Israel News Talk Radio where we bring the stupidity of the world right to your ears. And and as you can hear my beautiful handsome co-host, if you're just tuning in, Mr. Matt Zucker, how are you?
0: Thank you, thank you. I'm doing, I'm doing peachy, man. Good. Living the ha- dream. You are living the dream. Do we have any new listeners? Miss Producer, if anyone new is listening, please add it. Would you like to know any deletions, people who hung up? <laughs> <laughs> That's what we should do. At the end of the hour, Stephen, are there more people listening or less? <laughs> <laughs> we are renowned.
3: Come on, we get a lot of fan mail. I love it. All right. Um, I want to start off with a a great. I love this guy. Um, you a big fan of Gary Busey?
0: Yeah, the Buddy Holly story. Yeah, he always oh. plays. He always plays sort of like uh, some some nut job, which I think he is in real life. Yeah, he's insane.
3: And well, he got into a little trouble. And actually, this story took place right in an Ural. Well, in outside of Philadelphia, in Cherry Hill, New Jersey. Apparently, he was he was here.
0: <laughs> And he got into right. a little trouble. Didn't he like doesn't he have like brain damage after a bad motorcycle accident or something like that? <laughs> I think so, but he had brain damage anyway.
3: <laughs> uh, he was great though in um the movie uh with uh, Mel Gibson where he played Joshua and they had that big fight scene at the end. He played Joshua. I don't I don't know. <sighs> Come on, Mel Gibson and 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 the other guy, the cop movie. Oh, um I don't really look. with uh, what Danny Glover. Yes, yes. Anyway, I forget the name of it, but I really don't like Danny Glover. But... Yeah, I don't like Mel Gibson.
0: <laughs> but <laughs> it yeah, doesn't matter. Are. Go ahead, Gary <laughs> yeah, Busey. Yeah, here we are. Yeah, here we are
3: <laughs> talking about them. Hey, Matt, guess who's listening? China, Harold, China, and Iran. Oh, and Australia. We're picking up listeners. How do you yeah. like them apples? Okay. Here's the Gary Busey story. So Gary Busey was outside of Philadelphia. Uh, He was at a horror film convention, Matt. Um, A horror movie convention um, says that it is assisting authorities following charges against Gary Busey Busey involving alleged sexual offenses at an an event uh, earlier this month. Gary Busey, 78 years old, was charged Friday with two counts of – fourth-degree criminal sexual contact, and he was at the Monster Mania Convention at the Doubletree in Cherry Hill, New Jersey,
0: right outside Philly. I know exactly where that is. Well, so do I, but is this... I'm sorry, man. Is this supposed to be a funny story? <laughs> yeah. It is. Okay, go ahead. All right, I'm waiting. <laughs> well, because it's, it's Garibushi. Oh, Garibushi. Garibushi. Oh, Garibushi assaulted someone. Oh, my God, that's
3: awesome. Yeah, G- Garibushi. I, Wait, I was... Not- I, Gary Busey was invited to the Monster Mania convention, and he was going around touching people and making contact. And now Gary Busey got arrested. But I'm at a monster convention. I'm supposed to be touching people and scaring people. My name's Garrett Busey, and 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 I'm gonna touch you right now, Gary <laughs> Busey. Oh my God. So it says here at the end, which you brought it up, Matt. Yeah. It says Busey. Is widely known as a character actor, largely in supporting roles. Though he came to attention and was nominated for an Oscar for Best Actor for playing the title role in the nineteen seventy eight film The Buddy Holly Story, which has been playing on cable the last um, couple of weeks, and I've been watching it. He was incredible in that. But I just I, I thought I saw this story and then I thought of, you know, the Buddy Holly story, and I'm thinking, Pegasus. Peggy Sue, oh, I want to touch you, oh, Peggy. Pegasus at the Monster Mania Convention. Yeah, I'm Garibushi, known as Buddy Holland. I just want to touch Peggy Sue, and Now I'm in trouble with the law. <laughs> wow, okay. So he's going around at the convention just touching people and getting in their spaces, and apparently people were very upset.
0: Uh, people are sensitive these days. What can I tell you? Poor Gary Busey. Poor Gary Busey. Maybe he is brain damaged. You know, he definitely has brain damage. He got brain
3: damage. <laughs> anyway, but that's my Gary Busey story. Gary, Gary, I love Gary Busey.
0: Duh. All right. So here's a question for you: When people ask you how you doing, do you ever tell them the truth?
3: <laughs> Me?
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sometimes, but why? <laughs> now, I, was re- I, was, I was reading this very interesting article. Stop asking, how are you? Uh, Harvard researchers say that this is what successful people do when making small talk. Basically, you don't say, hi, how are you? Or, you know, how are you? Because it says that uh, you're being insincere because everybody right. does that. So you right. should have, do, you know, inject something a little bit more personal. Anyway, but it just kind just made me laugh because everyone says, how are you? And you say, Oh, you yeah, know, great. And it made me remember a funny story. Like you always tell people, ah, oh, uh, how are you? I'm like, Oh, never better. Living the dream. And everybody goes, Wow, really? Never better? And you know, it's a funny thing. You say, Oh, well, you really want to know the truth? How much time you have? <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> and 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 there was actually someone who um would always come up and get in my space and just, you know, not a bad, just like super annoying. And one time they asked how I was doing and I told them the truth. And I never (laughs) had that, never had to talk to them again. (laughs) (laughs) How much time do you have? Let me tell you what I got going on.
3: (laughs) So the art, but did the article give a suggestion of what to say?
0: Stupid stuff, man. I was like, at least it's Harvard. All right. So so you shouldn't say you, you should, uh, ask, um, um, oh, let me, where that? people are instructed to ask more questions, uh, for example, um, something, oh, it gives you clues, uh, they, you should be, be authentic and have a connection. Uh, some suggestions might be a question. What's your current state of mind? <laughs>
3: <laughs> Wait, so instead of just saying to someone, Hey, how are you? I'm supposed to go up to them and say, what's your state
0: of mind? Yeah. What are you looking forward to this week? God, <laughs> I, you, know, you remind me of a celebrity, but I can't remember which one. You know, I'm like, how I've about said that? I've said that to people. Yeah, but if you but you don't make it up. <laughs> no, no,
3: it's like, yeah. Although one time I said that to someone because they looked like Phyllis Diller and uh, she, the girl, she got very offended. <laughs> I can't. I can appreciate that.
0: <laughs> she got <laughs> Phyllis Diller. Was to look at it. Come
3: on, man. Still still, she made a career out of being ugly. So no longer we can uh, say how are you. That's that's insincere. So I have to ask someone. No, you know, no, no, some... no, no,
0: no, no. You, you keep doing it. I'm going to keep doing it too. I'm just like I think this is so funny that you shouldn't you shouldn't say how are you because you sound insincere, and then they want to. You should say what's your current state of mind. It's
1: like
3: if someone said that to me, I'd be like my current state of mind is I want to murder you right now.
0: Harvard, <laughs> Harvard. You know I know I know a dude here who won't hire you if you uh or it's a maybe not won't hire you but if you have a graduate degree it's a major strike against you people with two degrees he's not really interested in what does he want people who not to think he doesn't oh. he doesn't you know he doesn't if you have a skill set he doesn't require college and college is fine but if you have a graduate degree he's that is not a, a selling point oh okay because of stuff just like this. <laughs> right, right.
3: Well, listen, you know, I've been in therapy most of my life and so I'm used to just going in and telling people how horrible my day is. Well, if you really want to know, I can tell you about my issues. I can lay on a couch and talk to you and then usually that scares people off. <laughs> I'd rather I'd rather just have the small talk because no one really cares. No one as cares as long as the
0: that- shrink doesn't as long as the shrink doesn't get scared away.
3: Well, you know, I used to remember when I used to go speak to my therapist. I would get, I'd get into a real, I'd be get close to a breakthrough. I'd be really close to like a really major breakthrough. And then, the, and the, and they always do the same thing. Up, oh, time's up. <laughs> this is just like the Bob Newhart show, right? <laughs> yeah, but they literally do that. I mean, they make fun of that, but they literally do do that. I, they don't tell you. They just go, "Oh, time's up." And I'm like, "Wait, I'm just want to finish my thought. We'll save it for next week, Stephen." <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God, Matt, look who's uh, listening. Uh, India and Algeria. <laughs>
0: wow. Wow. That's impressive. Hey, India. They heard about your great India accent.
3: Listen, India, do you know what a Magen David is? You're, you have your people who are immigrating to America working at Wawa, and they don't know what the Star David is. And you know, India is actually a good friend of Israel's. I, you would think this guy, he just was like, nope, never heard of a David. Maybe don't, he was don't.
0: Pakistani, not Indian.
3: Yeah, either way, he's just, you know, probably hates uh-huh. the Jews. Um, (laughs) here's your stupid snapper. Now get out.
0: (laughs) Listen, like the Simpsons character, right? I guess. Is there an Indian? Apu. He ran the, he ran the delicatessen in the Simpsons, uh, you know. Oh
3: God. Indian delicatessen.
0: (laughs) Well, hello, Algeria. I love you. Wait, I have something to tell you. (laughs) That's not, that's not. It's not Algeria that does that click talking. That's like the Bush people of Kalahari or something. Algeria is northern Africa. All right. They bro, speak uh, Arabic and French, I think.
3: Ah, wee 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 wee. Uh, listen. Here's a story for you. Ready? You don't have to be Jewish to teach about the Holocaust. Now, let me ask you something. If you were going to take a class on the Holocaust, like a how-to you... class, or <laughs> how to commit a
0: Holocaust? Yes. Yeah. Is that what you just said? I oh. No, I didn't say that.
3: Um, No, like if you were going to a class to learn about the Holocaust, don't you think credibility would be more if the person was Jewish or not Jewish? Would it matter to you if the teacher was Jewish or not Jewish?
0: It depends. (laughs) Depends on what? Who the Jew is and who the non-Jew is. I don't know. Well, this story comes out of – I would say, of course, I'm going to be more comfortable with the Jew presenting the subject matter. But that doesn't mean that I would agree with a Jew's perspective or disagree with a Gentile's perspective. But, you know. Okay.
3: Well, this story comes out of the New Jersey Jewish News, everybody. Oh, boy. (laughs) Let's see what's going on by the Jews in (laughs) Jersey. I love that. The Jews of Jersey. This comes out of this paper. Um, Apparently, a guy – his name is, he's Scottish, Scottish-born educator. His name is Andrew Buchanan. <laughs> and uh, he's from Aberdeen, Scotland. You can, you can take our women, but you can't take our freedom. <laughs> so he says here, he goes, uh, he teaches a Holocaust uh, uh, class over at somewhere over there in, New Jersey, I forget where. But he just loves Israel, and he loves the Bible. I've I've had the Bible ever since I was seven years old. And I'm probably going to go – I've been listening to Scottish accents, but I'm going to go in and out of Scotland and Ireland because I don't know what I'm doing because I'm just a stupid American. Uh, but uh, let me hear – let me give you a quote what he says here. Uh, it says here, Uh, Having been raised and educated in Scotland, he added, I feel I bring a perspective on some of the nuances of what it's like to live in a complicated European environment, especially a European environment that wants to kill the Jews every day. (laughs) I understand the complexity and the ugliness of certain European historical issues and can talk to U.S. students and teachers about a better understanding of why Europeans hate you.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Why Europeans hate us, huh? Yeah. He knows
3: because he grew up in Scotland where we just beat the hell out of Jews every day. I come from a place that knows about this stuff. Um, So he goes here. Uh, People often ask why I should care about the Holocaust. So he says, the fact is that most teacher trainers at U.S. Holocaust museums are not Jewish. They are not Jewish. And why shouldn't non-Jews be interested in this incredibly important event in world history? It's compelling. It's fascinating. And it's
0: terrifying.
3: (laughs) That's what he says. Oh, God.
0: You're going to love this part. Um, I wonder where he got his education. Oh,
3: God. Straight from... um, uh, what's Any his name? <laughs> no, straight from um, Mel Gibson. Uh, what's the, that movie with him? Braveheart. Braveheart. He got his. He went to Braveheart University. <laughs> <laughs> so this is what he says in the article. So he teaches the Holocaust. He works at a Jewish organization in New Jersey, and people. And he always says, "I've considered converting and making Aliyah, but ultimately, I decided to return home because deep in my heart, I hate
0: the Jews." So would you take his class? He didn't really say that. No, I don't think I would. But if he converted, I would. <laughs> I made that part up. I wouldn't. I wouldn't take <laughs> it just because he converted. <laughs> oh, okay. Anyway, you got
3: to love it. He comes from Scotland. I know about the the uglies of anti-Semitism because I, I am part of it. <laughs> so I can teach about Jews going and be turning into lampshades. <laughs>
0: All right. Okay, thanks for the help. It reminds me of the, um, <laughs> remember the Seinfeld episode thanks. where um, um, Brian Cranston <laughs> played Watley, their dentist friend, and he converted to Judaism <laughs> so That's he could right. tell Jewish jokes? <laughs> I know.
3: He was an anti-dentite. Jerry was an anti-dentite. Right. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So what do you got, Matt? Anything?
0: Well, are you familiar with Bella Hadid? There's um, is she like a really hot Jew hater? Yes, 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 yes. She's like a supermodel. Her and her sister um, Gigi, um, <laughs> Gigi. Yeah, a Jew hater. So, I, so I actually, I, it was really interesting. I had two articles. I mean, they're first of all total rabid Jew hating sharmutas. Okay, I mean, a hundred percent. And they're they're like hussies. They're like they go. Around Go, go to the areas that you profess to. You know, it's like gays for Palestine. Where do they live? Like, like Bel Air, California, or something like that. But, all
3: right. So they, their father's very wealthy, right? Very
0: wealthy. He's a he's like a real estate mogul, and he was born in apparently in Nazareth or something. Is she like the Arab Paris Hilton? <sighs> Kinda. All right, but she's a Jew hater, right? I've heard of uh, I her. I mean, horrible. So so here's a couple of things. So but she's all, hot. Matt, come on. Well, well okay. You, so take what? A,
3: you Look, let me just ask you. What's Between you and I, no one's listening. I mean, come on. So she takes a couple anti-Semitic um, shots at you. Wouldn't you go out with her? She's hot. Who cares if she hates the Jews?
0: I would only do it so that you could like sit across the table and say – things that would upset her for the night
3: i've seen this woman and i'm gonna say i'm gonna say it right here okay i know you go out with her yes our producer will hate me for this this is not holy but you know what i'd go out with a jew hater who looks like that you can't miss out on that opportunity who cares she's beautiful one night won't hurt me okay so she hates me but you know what if she wants to go out with me i think it'll be great it's fine
0: Hot Jew okay. haters are the best. Bella Hadid has opened up about her sadness at being denied the opportunity to grow up in Muslim culture. <laughs> <laughs> With her Palestinian father Ooh. saying she was, quote, extracted from that side of her family when her mother moved her to California following her parents' divorce. The mm. model, 25, is the daughter of Dutch supermodel and former reality star Yolanda Hadid. Yolanda, what's up? She Does not look like that, I assure you. <laughs> <laughs> and Not palestinian real estate <laughs> palestinian real estate developer mohammed hadid uh she was born in dc and uh, uh blah, 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 blah. spent the first four years of her life growing up around relatives from her quote palestinian side but after her parents split uh when bella was four she and her siblings moved to santa barbara california and she goes on to talk about her really horrible childhood she said she would have oh, loved to have studied and practiced the religion as a child but wasn't given that opportunity <laughs> and i'm so like she, if you grew up a horrible in your life if you grew up in, in a religious muslim in household your life would be completely different sweetheart <laughs> Wait. So she, she she had a horrible childhood because she grew up in Beverly Hills. Yeah. She, was, kept, she goes, I was with my Palestinian side of the family, and I got extracted when we moved to California. She like uses these words. It's so extracted. Funny. I got extracted. <laughs> I would I would I would have loved to grow up and be with my dad every day and studying and really being able to practice. Just in general, being able to live a Muslim cult in the Muslim culture, but I wasn't given that. And then she added, she was like complaining about her upbringing in Santa Barbara, and she fit, uh, faced racist name calling. And but here's the best part: growing up on a ranch in Santa Barbara, I would go to school during the day and then go straight to the barn and ride my horses, <laughs> because that's what all Muslims do. Right, and she's like complaining about. <laughs> okay, listen, this horrible lifestyle. But then here's the best part. Then she goes on. Uh, And starts. Here's the Schadenfreude part. Love it, love it, love it. (laughs) You you love that word. I love that word. Schadenfreude is my favorite word. I I was going to say. Tell tell our listeners from Algeria what it means. Schadenfreude or Schadenfreude, however you want to pronounce it, is it's a German word, and it means to take pleasure from someone's misery or someone's pain. So when someone who is just not a good person has misfortune and you enjoy their misfortune, you are experienced Shadenfreude. It is delicious. I love it. I love the sound of the word. I love the feel of the word. And <laughs> okay. this miserable Jew-hating creature then starts crying about all of the work that she's lost because of her stance against Israel. And I thought, <laughs> yes! Yes! <laughs> And I wish you would have named some of those businesses. <laughs> so, so I can start buying their products. I, I just I mean, love. She's a, such an utterly despicable human being, and I wish they would drop her in Jabalia or Ramallah or someplace, and she'll see how wonderful that culture that she craves. She's a hot Jew hater, so let's give her some. They let's give her the wrap, benefit of the doubt. Would wrap her in trash bags and beat her with a hose, okay? Uh, oh, like no. We don't advocate that here. Nope. She'd Advocate that, but that's what would happen to her. They'd put her in a burka and lock her in a room. And she, you know, you should see what she's wearing in these pictures. <laughs> oh, you, oh, you miss your Muslim upbringing. Mm-hmm. Okay, sweetheart.
3: <laughs> I let everybody knows she's. It's just funny how she just, oh,
0: my life is so difficult in Beverly Hills, being surrounded by Jews." <laughs> God, I just like, I just like, I detest mm-hmm. these people so much. Went,
3: that's fine. Don't worry uh-huh. about it. But she's hot. That's all that matters. I mean, how many, you know, she may be ugly on the inside, but she's beautiful on the outside. And let's face it, that's all that really matters, babe, especially in Beverly Hills.
0: <laughs> anyway. uh,
3: do we still have our listeners in Pardes Carne or however you pronounce
0: it? it Pardes Khana. Pardes Khana, Okay. Pardes right. Khana. Yeah. Oh. Come on. Our friend's all daughter right. is here. The, you know, Barb and the kids are upstairs. I think they're uh... – okay. Uh, what? Uh, laughing I don't know. at you? I mean, laughing with you. Good. Yeah, I hear
3: a lot of background people. I hear people in your house. It's distracting. Well, a party
0: going on here, man? What well, it's very
3: distracting, and I'm and I, I can't get my bits out. <laughs> you can't <laughs> anyway, get your what out? My bits. My oh. Comedy. Because all I hear is screaming and yelling. Okay, so I have. Uh, we should probably end the show soon, right? I don't. Do you have another? Do you have another story? Uh, what? What would you like? Oh, we're tell the producer. Wrap up. too long that was me (laughs) oh okay well you went off on the hot jew hater so okay okay one minute well i can't do a story in one minute so you're gonna have to i'll tell you when to put the music on two minutes (laughs) i love our producer three minutes okay here's a good story um matt metal detecting stranger retrieves a woman's ring lost at sea this is a good feel good story we're Metal detecting on... stranger. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna end on a good feel good feel good story. Okay, ready? A woman in Massachusetts. She was playing football on the beach in Boston, and she throws the ball, and her wedding ring fell off and slid into the ocean, flew into the ocean. So, um, she uh actually went on Facebook and told about her story, and this happened at uh. North Beach, Hampton. Oh, it happened in New Hampshire. She's from Boston, though. I'm sorry. Um, it, the, 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 it was her grandmother's wedding ring, and she and it slipped off her finger as she was tossing the football pretending to be Tom Brady. Um, they Serves her right.
0: No one can be Tom Brady.
3: <laughs> she goes, they couldn't find the ring uh, after a couple of hours of searching, so of course they had to leave. So she went on Facebook and told her story, and then there was a guy named Lou Ossie. Lou Ashi, 60 years old of Mansfield, or Marshfield, excuse me, he put on a wetsuit and a headlamp and went into the water searching for the ring with his metal detector. The first two days he went looking, he had no luck. and then Lou tells the, the, the media, I don't take failure all too well, Ashi told the newspaper, I wanted to go back and give it one last shot. So he goes back in with his metal detector. Is that like a pirate thing? Yeah, yeah. I went in there with my metal detector. Looking for the booty. Looking for the booty. (laughs) And then on the final time, he found it. He found the ring. Matt, he found the ring on the sandy ocean floor. And he sent Teal, that's her name. I forget her first name. uh, A message on Facebook saying, with a picture saying, please tell me if this is your ring so I can get off this beach. (laughs) So... She responds, and the guy found her ring and gave it back to her after it was lost for two months from a Facebook post that was shared thousands of times. Um, and she writes, uh, the woman whose ring after she gets back, she says, it has been so amazing to witness humanity in this positive way and has brought so much faith to myself
0: and others. But well, That's a pretty amazing story.
3: It is an amazing story. But then she says, but if this man is a Trump supporter, I'm going to throw my ring back in the ocean. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like that stupid old lady in uh, in Titanic? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> oh, but anyway, isn't that I hate amazing? I movie because she threw that stone over. There. I was like, come on. She should have jumped in after it. That would have been Listen, a great way to end I it. To tell you, I have to tell you, that is really a funny story. But when, um, I mean, a lifetime ago. Some friends from college, we were um, at the beach, and my friend's wedding ring comes off in the water, and he's panicked. He's diving around looking for it, and he starts – come on, you guys. You have to help me look for it." we all sit around laughing, and We're like, your ring's gone, dude. <laughs> it's the ocean. Well, put if a – I have a metal detector. That's right. Put a post
3: on Facebook, everybody. You'll get Lou Ashi, who loves to put on the wetsuit, and uh, you'll find your ring. It's, that's a great story that he found it after being lost at sea for two months, her grandmother's ring, Baruch Hashem! It's a miracle!
0: <laughs> Indeed. I, I, it must be some ring. It must be some ring. It's wow, listen, man, ring. another week is in the record books now. How about that, huh? I love it. I hope everybody
3: enjoyed it. All our new listeners in Algeria and wherever else. Thank Fardis you so khana. much. Thank Arnes you in. Have a, a shout great week,
0: out. and we'll catch you next Monday. Right? Five o'clock Israel time. 10 o'clock 10 a- Eastern time. That's right. Shavuot right Tov, everybody. Right here on Israel News Talk Radio. Have an awesome week.